What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got? So I love Uber Facts, right? And I saw a tweet that said, in 2010, they sur- a survey found that 43% of Canadian men preferred bacon over sex. Mm. So they started my brain my brain just got rolling and i was like who really prefers anything over sex and then i was like you know what i'm gonna post the question to the guys so what is something that you would say is better than sex for you nothing thank you that's the appropriate question i mean answer i mean i i mean i don't know maybe you guys have a different answer but i'm just gonna say nothing hmm oh cap's thinking yeah i am thinking because i like bacon too you know, I don't oh, think I'm I don't think I'm in the 43 percent that would prefer bacon to sex. I think I'm in the 57 percent that would take sex over bacon. I could live without bacon. OK, I could live without bacon. Could I live without sex, though? I'm thinking about what would I like more that I go, yo, I could live with this and I can give up sex for it. And I'm having a hard time. I'm racking my brain right now. I'm thinking about obvious things. Money, houses, cars, fame, travel. I don't know anything. But I can't think of anything that I, I, I could say I can't I can't live without sex. Can I live without? I can't. All right. I'm still with sex. No bacon. LZ? Girl, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> okay, I mean, Greg. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. I think everybody's gone on the same track there. Okay. Fair enough. There you go. That's what but, you need but, to know. But I oh, do sorry. need to know one more thing. Yeah. What's going on with these Canadian women? <laughs> that's what I was like. <laughs> well, it's a good question. I, I don't have a lot of. I, I got Canadian some questions friends, for so, Alana's you know. Morissette and her gang, Celine Dion. What y'all doing up there? They ain't doing nothing. That's what's happening. <laughs> Your man wants some bacon. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point. <laughs> what y'all doing up there? I wasn't trying the to. Justin Bieber would rather have a BLT. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we know if their bacon in Canada is far superior? To the bacon ain't, that we ain't get no in the bacon United States. worth comparing no, to no, sex, no, man. No, no, no. Jesus Christ would come down with a plate of bacon. I'd be like, hold on, Lord. Let me send real quick. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let, me finish, let me get in this porta potty real quick and I'll catch you on the get back. Because <laughs> listen, when you think of Canadian bacon, when you hear the words Canadian bacon, what do you think of? I think of all the sex they're not getting. When I hear Canadian bacon, I think of an egg McMuffin. And they say, hey, an egg, cheese, you know, and, and Canadian bacon. So that's what I think. I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I'm definitely not having that Canadian bacon. No chance. I mean, you know, good bacon, though. I mean, at least, you know, it gives you a little time to take a step, breathe, think. That's all. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Uh, good times. Real quick, before we get into panic or patience here with the Lakers and the Clippers uh, a second uh, in a second, did you guys see this NBA slogan for this postseason? It's like a commercial with Idris Elba, and it and you know the slogan is "That's game." Um, look, I feel like the NBA historically has done a really good job uh, over the years with these mm-hmm. slogans. Like to me, my favorite was always still like "Where amazing happens," right? Like that that one was always going to be the best one, um, and it kind of just got me thinking. That was kind of a lame slogan, but. What are, like, some of the slogans that resonate? Like, are there slogans that you still say, regardless of the company right now, that you're like, I associate this brand with that no matter what the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if I hear, like a rock, immediately I think of Chevrolet, like a truck dealer. 
Um, I don't know why Bob Seger like a rock. I hear that phrase. I think trucks and oh, Americana. See, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say like a good neighbor. Oh, State Farm is there. Right. Yeah. Because that yeah. one's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coke is it? Hmm. No. No. no nobody seemed. Nobody seemed to bite on that one. Coke no. is it? Greg. Coke's- uh, I don't got anything. Okay, we'll just move on then. Uh, bacon, better than sex. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. Oh, there, there you go. go. Damn, guys, there really? you go. McDonald's. You know? Oh, McDonald's. I thought we were still talking about the sex and the bacon. Yeah, and the bacon. Oh. I mean, you could love both of them, I guess, yeah. perhaps. Maybe I am part of the 43%. Yeah. That's sad. Um, real quick, patience or panic with the Lakers? LZ, go. Patience? I guess. I mean, I'm far from panic. Right. You know, it's not like I'm the Clippers and I've lost four games in a row in the postseason now. The Clippers have always sucked. Apparently. (laughs) A little more panicky. I'm sure that's not surprising to anyone. I'm a little more panicky. That's the panic meter, right? Yeah, and, And here's why, though. I just want to tell you guys, and you guys tell me what you think. I'm questioning whether or not AD is hurting more than we might know. Because, look, I know we can all go back to it was May, somewhere early May, May 8th, May 9th, somewhere in that neighborhood. Remember AD had come back and he scored 42 points against the Suns, and he even declared, I'm back, we're back. I'm, I got to say I'm kind of questioning how back he really is. Now, wait a second. Hold on a second. Now, wait. Now I'm being a downer? Hold on. Oh, man. I mean, the question was patience or panic. You know, after that performance yesterday by AD, I was really watching, wondering, is he a step slow? Is he not giving max effort? Is he perhaps a little more dinged up than we know? I mean, so that that for me is a real concern. Did you not listen to the conversation I tried to have, tried to have with Michael Thompson before the series began? Oh, remember? Yes, I do remember because you were saying you just don't believe. You believe he's a top five talent, but you don't know if he's a top five um, player. Player, right. Player. Right. Top five player. The reason why I get upset when people disrespect Dame Lillard when it comes to all-star voting or all-NBA voting is because they're looking at numbers and stats and play efficiency rate. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but that dude might be the best killer in the NBA right now. He might be. So I don't know what you're talking about with 25.5 points per game. That's all fine and dandy. When the game is on the line, give that ball to Dame. And if that's how you feel, then why are you disrespecting him when it comes to acknowledging that greatness? Because the stats... And the same thing is true when you flip it. Anthony Davis, without question, is a cheat code, is a top five talent, could dominate any team in any playoff series. Dominate, not just play well, dominate. He can do any of those things. The question I had when he was traded The question that I have today as we're looking at LeBron and realizing that he is mortal after all and that we'll have to plan for a life without him in maybe six years, um, the question I have is, is he ready to be that top five player that we need? 
the person who looks at Jay Crowder and says, this is so disrespectful. Let me just bust your ass for 20 in the first half real quick so that they have to make an adjustment. That's the dude that I was hoping to see yesterday. And I'm thinking that's the dude we're going to see on Tuesday. Because the one thing that is true about AD, he tends to follow up these stinkers with the classic. You know, you just brought up something really interesting, which is a guy like Crowder, for example, and the way he played. And it wasn't just, you know, scoring some points here and there, you know, and but it was the effort, it was the rebounding, it was locking up loose balls. I mean, the guy did a lot. And what I thought to myself was the one thing that has me um, contemplating Phoenix and even the possibility of an upset is the one thing I thought they played with was no fear. I don't think anybody on Phoenix's team feared the Lakers. I don't think they overly respected them. I don't think they thought, well, we're just the Suns, and they're the great Lakers, and there's LeBron and AD, and they're the defending champs, and they're entitled to the, to the championship. I felt like Phoenix played with no fear, particularly against LeBron and AD. So, you know, can AD come back? You've used this phrase before, LZ. Can he be the dude? And right now... I'm questioning that because right now I know he's got his one championship because he had LeBron next to him. If he didn't have LeBron, I kind of think we've seen what the Lakers are without him. Yeah, I mean, do you worry about that, LZ, beyond just this postseason? Well, absolutely. I'm always wondering if he's ready to be the number one because remember, you know, my philosophy has been with both the stars as well as supporting cast, is that we need to know what you're going to be so that Rob can understand what he needs to do. So I'm watching you right now, and I'm going, okay, I love you, man. I want you on this squad, but I need to understand, are you the one or the two on this squad when LeBron finally says goodbye? Because if you're the number two, that means as I prepare to to fill out this roster next season, I need to keep that in mind, that I need to be nimble enough so that I can go out and get a number one when I lose LeBron because I don't think you can step into that place for us. That doesn't make you a bad player. That doesn't mean you're not a Hall of Famer. It just means that Rob needs to now go, okay, now I need to make sure that I get a lead dog. That doesn't mean he's got to get someone who has equal or more talent than AD. I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about player. Kyle You're Lowry, talking about d- demeanor. Kyle Lowry's not a top five player. He's not a top ten player. But I want him on the floor when it Who, matters. Who's that? Who did you say? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. But I want right. him on the floor when it matters because right. I, I I know he's what, not afraid. He's not afraid. Yeah. He's I'm not be saying AD's engaged, afraid, but he's going to be engaged he, the right. entire time. Yes. yes. He's going to yes. be involved the entire yes. game. Yes. He doesn't have to be convinced to dominate. If he's cooking, oh, he's gonna light you. He's gonna light you up. Right. That's what I want from AD, and and I don't just want it. And Lakers fans just don't want it. Rob Palenka needs to understand it because he's the one that's got to fill out what this roster is going to look like when the, all the moving parts are starting happening this offseason, and we so, got to rebuild it over again. Let, let me ask you this question, and we can talk about it on the other side. Okay. Let's just entertain this hypothetical for a moment. Okay. Dallas beats the Clippers mm-hmm. here in the first round. Mm-hmm. Kawhi goes into free agency. Mm-hmm. Are you 
entertaining the idea of trying to make find a way to make that happen? Get, give me your answers on the other side. We'll do that on the other side because what you because what you're saying is you need one more person on this team, especially as LeBron ages. And he may be the only person that will be potentially available and could make a lot of sense for a number of different reasons. So let's tackle some of that hypothetical stuff on the other side. Plus, I do want to get into something about a movie franchise that I, I just don't get. And I'll explain that coming up in four minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. So, you know, I've spent a lot of time watching the NBA playoffs here over the last couple days. And there have been a ton of Fast and the Furious commercials. And I'm just asking you a question. Who really wanted a Fast and Furious 9, LZ? All the people who left Fast and Furious 8 saying, I want more. I, I mean, I I, I'm more. not even into the movies. Like, I, I've, I, I've seen bits and pieces of a bunch of them, but I haven't ever really, like, cared enough to watch, like, a whole one. I, um, my thing is I'm not a car person in real life. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so cars on television or in the movies, unless they're talking like the Night Industry 2000, I'm not really paying attention to them. Yeah, I mean, these movies have done nothing for me. I've not seen any of them, not one, two, three, and all the way through eight, none of them. Um, and so to me, I'm like, why do they do this? But it makes sense, right? Because it's all business. Right? They're like, okay, hey, look, we made this much money with this film. Guess what? There's still an appetite out there. People happen to love this series. They're like, they do? They're like, yeah, just kind of like James Bond. People love James Bond. Doesn't matter who plays him. We just keep making James Bond movies, man. Well, and, and Vin Diesel, right? I guess has been in I all. I love Vin has, Diesel. He, he's been in all. You love Vin Diesel? Yeah, I like really? Vin Diesel a lot. You remember? Uh, you guys remember the movie Boiler Room? He was great in that movie. Anybody know no. that movie? Yeah, it's I a don't. great movie, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't about Vin Diesel so much. No, but I like Vin Diesel's character in that movie. I've always liked Vin Diesel. I like him. But I, not enough to see Fast and the Furious 1 through 9. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't love him, is what I, like I would him. say. Look, Fast and the Furious are great movies just for what they are. They're they are for what they are. You're the you, you watch it and you're like, I want to go ride. A, I want to go drive really fast. I want to go race cars. It's just they're once you see a car jump from one building into another building, chasing another car into another building, you know what this movie is. So it's just fun. I don't really I ever just, feel that way. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's it's. It's not. A, you don't even have to be a car person. The I don't know. One and two were good, and then it just the third one. Who really watched it? Like, who cares? 
I, I, but people love these movies. They do. They love them. I mean, they, clearly they love them. They keep making them. You know Non-stop they, and action. They make a lot of money. And yeah. They make a lot of money. And, you know, everybody's got their thing. Like, I don't do Fast and Furious movies, but as soon as you show me, like, you know, a martial arts film, like a real martial arts film, I'm probably going to be there. You mean like a Steven Seagal? What part of real confuses <laughs> you? Wait, Steven Seagal was like a real jujitsu guy. Do you mean like Jean Claude no, Van Damme? I said I said a martial arts movie. Oh, so I'm not just talking about who's in it. I'm talking about like the overall story. There's a nice spaghetti western western aspect to really good martial arts movies, and I love that storytelling. In addition to obviously the martial arts themselves. Is there any good martial artist film? actor right now i'm trying to even think of the last time i've seen a martial arts related movie modern era anybody well, how are you defining modern era because your well, modern era usually ends in the 80s well that's true usually around like 88 89 <laughs> but let's call it in 2010 to current who do we got uh, i mentioned no, i mentioned seagal which i know i'm gonna get laughed at but you know there used to be this like reality show where steven seagal was kind of this cop down in uh louisiana somewhere and he was out there putting hands on people. Well, I and guess Mortal Kombat, right, just wow, came out cops recently. putting hands on people. That's inspiring. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, he was out there doing his thing. I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm a karate man. I'm, I'm here out saying. here doing things. I'm defending myself. No, Boiler Room was a great film. Steven Seagal is a fine enough person in some of these movies. But I don't really know of any Western actors who I would consider to be great martial arts actors from 2010 on. That's kind of my thing. I think the last guy, I mean, did you guys like Jean-Claude Van Damme's movies? Yes. I like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Just not his films. Oh, they're awful. <laughs> Even the one where he's got the two chairs and he's doing the splits and he's dangling in the middle of these two chairs and you kind of think his dude, legs are going to break I, off. I, I, no, Van Damme, those Van Damme movies were great. No, they weren't great. Come no, on. for that time, LZ, like the There's no time 90s. that they're great. Now, they could be entertaining. You could have been entertained by them. Okay. You could have enjoyed them. But seriously, a great movie. That, I mean, that at least requires great, good what's actors. What's a great martial arts movie, though? You know, I mean, there's like, tons of them. Like what? There's tons of them. Well, the, the crown jewel at East Out West is, you know, Crouching Tiger, which is significantly better than anything that Claude Van, Jean-Claude Van Damme has ever done. Okay, that, that's one. That's like an outlier. I feel like most martial arts movies are generally kind of cliched and campy. Okay, what well, do you think about a Jackie Chan film? I would say that Curse of the Golden Flower is not campy. I would say that now there is an element to it, that that much I agree. Sort of like there's an element to Bollywood films, right? Like there's they there's a you know in a Bollywood film there's going to be a big dance number, right? That's just what it is, and you know that going into it. But that doesn't mean that it still isn't can't be done well. Laura, so, what what's a movie that if a dude says to you, "I want to go see this kind of movie," you're you're just out on that dude right away. Ooh, Sex in the City too. <laughs> nah, I'm actually okay with that. That's a feminine. If the guy thing. says it, ooh, 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 you right. and I got to talk, girl. <laughs> I don't no. know. I don't know if you want to be shopping in that aisle. <laughs> um. Hey, baby, I really want to know what Carrie's up to. Okay, you you're right. You you're right. Yeah, yeah. Does Jason Statham count? <laughs> Does Jason, Jason Statham? Statham? Hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, he's fight. He fights like he's going in there, and he's and they're all. No, he's really good. He's yeah, he's really good. He's before tw- after twenty ten. I think he fits into that. I'll give you pre twenty ten. How about Chuck Norris? Anybody like Chuck Norris? Old school. I mean, now you're going way back. Yeah, I'm mean, going deep here. But if I said Bruce Lee, no one would have a problem with it. No, because we know he was, you know, different. He was legit. Chuck Norris I mean, was legit. He was legitish, is what I would say. Legitish. His movies, his movies weren't good. I'm just going on movies. Right. Yeah, I'm talking more about martial artists. Yeah, he was a pretty good martial artist. Yeah. Don't you say anything bad about sidekicks. Sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um, Jet, Li's, Jet Li's movies are pretty good, generally speaking. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's there's tons. There's the um, I know I talked about Crouching Tiger, but that's also Drunken Master, yeah, which was really good, and that had Jackie Chan in it, yeah. But that was early Jackie Chan, that was incredible. So speaking of sidekicks, LZ, mm-hmm. nice. Kawhi probably isn't thrilled with his sidekick. At good the job, moment. George. Very nice transition. And well, not if you pointed out, Cap. Let it flow. I, I liked it. Well, yeah. let it flow. Go ahead, man. And <laughs> if they get embarrassed here in the first round, mm-hmm. okay, and lose to Luka and this Dallas team, he's a free agent. Like, I, I think that – I think people think I'm crazy when I say this. I think he takes a hard look at free agency at that point. I don't think he commits to anything specifically until he sees what the landscape is going to look like. I don't know. I don't know because, one – if he was really driven by the desire to come home, well, that makes free agency pretty limited, doesn't it? You got two well, teams. But that's to choose what from. I'm saying. Like, if you're the Lakers, do you move but, heaven and earth to make it happen? But do you believe he wanted to come home? I do. Or do you believe he was more motivated by not playing with LeBron than he was by coming home? I think he was motivated by coming home, but I think he also wanted to beat LeBron. Right. I think you could do well, both. That means he doesn't town. have a free agency. That means there's no free agency for him. Well, let me throw it to you this but way. But things change, LZ. Oh, clearly, after a couple of years, your mindset can change. Well, listen, let me just throw this at you guys. Okay. You're saying, should the Lakers go get him? Let's talk about that. Should the Lakers, you said move heaven and earth, should the Lakers go try and get Kawhi if he were a free agent? What do you guys think? Because I don't think so. I, I, I think that Kawhi is a great player who does not want to be Robin to LeBron's Batman. And I could see him saying, you know what? It didn't work out. I wanted to come home. I came home. It was overrated. Guess what? I'm going to go play somewhere else and make my own money. I'm going to have my own team. I don't believe that he wants to be in LeBron's shadow. Well, don't. Don't. Do you think Dwayne Wade was worried about being in LeBron's shadow? I don't, actually. But, but LeBron came to his team. That was a little different. And then Wade came to his team. He did, but at the end of his career, like whatever. But, but, I, don't I don't care when it happened. I know that he ain't never once worried that LeBron James on his team was going to overshadow him. Not once. Not that I could tell. Right. So if you're making decisions based upon how you might be marketed, based upon who has more billboards near Staples or who has more murals around L.A., I don't really want you in purple and gold. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're not coming here and you're not making decisions, as far as I'm concerned, for the right reasons and with the right rationale. So you're saying you're out, you would be out on him if he wanted to be here as a free agent, as he wanted to, if he potentially would consider the Lakers? No. If Kawhi wants to come here, like 
He tried to, the, the experiment with the Clippers, said, nah, I should have been a Laker. Let me make amends. Hell yeah, I'm on record okay, with open arms. Okay, that's my rap. question then. Hell yeah. But okay, I'm, we got to wrap. But, but we're still going to need another one. Zep, 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 save it. <laughs> for the other side. Save it for the other side. Also, do you believe you can cheat? Why is this also if I got to save it for the other side? Rap. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Yes, sir. Tadano LZ Cap with you here at 710 ESPN. So Frank Alvarez tweets us, LZ, after your admission earlier in the show about uh, making out in a porta potty that Laura's off the hook now, that you took yeah. the cake by making out in a porta potty Awesome. Thank you, sir. Awesome. I like being number one. You can have that spot any day. I like being number one. You know, my boy, so after I made out with this dude, the bars were still open. So I went back into the bar afterwards, and he went on his way to Indianapolis or whatever. And we just made out. We didn't, like, hook up, hook up. We just made out. So my boy was like, um, did you really just make out on a porta john I was like, yo, dog, you know me. Why are you asking questions? Ain't no shame in this game. You already got answers to it. And he was just like, damn, you like Denzel and training day. Yeah. Uh, Laura, if, you know, the reason you're allegedly off the hook, according to Frank, is because okay. you, you know, made out with the uh, – Damn, you like Denzel and Training Day. Yeah, uh, Laura, if you know the reason you're allegedly off the hook, according to Frank, is because okay. you you know made out with the, uh, the with Uber the driver. Uber driver. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, you didn't deny that it was made out earlier. So, um, but I mean, listen, there should be. Uh, there's no shame in this game. If you thought he was cute, you thought he was cute. I got no shame. I okay. Mean, that's yeah. how I met my ex. Not, not Uber though. Not Uber at a bar. But <laughs> it's like, I don't, it happened. that's how you meet people. Be poor. I mean, the, the story here is Port-a-John, Port-a-let, Port-a-potty, whatever you want to call yeah, it. That's nasty. If I would have said to you, bathroom <laughs> in a restaurant, you would have said, no problem. I got it. Bathroom that, in a club. So is no bathroom in a restaurant better than a Port-a-potty? I think we all mm. think so. Like we hear Port-a-potty and LZ qualifies it with it was super clean. It was brand new. Correct. Because we all think Fresh. of what a Port-a-potty is, you know? No. No? No. No restroom. No. I mean, I know, like, the only restroom that people are like, I would totally do it is in the airlines, but. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I really haven't. I've not done it. I've not even tried to do it. But every time I'm in it, I'm like. I How does do that, that even happen? Right. Yes. Exactly. Right. Like, I'm yeah. totally admitting, so I'm air- airplane virgin, guilty as charged. You're looking yeah. at him right Same. here. How does but, that even happen? Right. Like, how can you it. pull that off? Where would right. I do this? Yeah. How? LZ, tell me. <laughs> it's real easy oh, oh stop it it's real easy I needed a spot 
Those those little porta potties were clean. No, no, we're they talking were... about the airplane stuff now. We switched over to the airplane. Oh, have I ever made <laughs> on an airplane? No. Have you ever Mile High Club? Yeah. Oh, y'all up in my business for real though. Y'all need to get about my business. I That's not gonna... a denial. That's not a denial. But it's I'll leave it alone. It's not a confirmation either. Oh, okay, I'm okay. just saying. It's uh. So I don't know if we were a mile high. <laughs> so I don't want to f- have any falsified information. Right. But um. It's okay, LZ. I got you. Thank you. There we go. Well, there we go. On to the next one. <laughs> uh, all right, LZ. So finish your thoughts on Kawhi. Let's say hypothetical. They get beat by the Mavs. They didn't look great in the fourth quarter again the other night. The Clippers. Do you kick the tires if you're the Lakers? In free agency. That's not a tire kick. That's a pursuit. Okay. So you say for sure you at least make the overture. For sure. For right. sure. Because here's the aspect of what I was saying before the break in terms of top five player versus top five talent. You could have multiple top five talents on your team and have a non-top five talent be that number one player to get you over the hump. I think about Avery Johnson for the Spurs and his role for that team and the leadership that he brought to those Spurs teams with Duncan and with Robinson. I believe Sean Elliott was on that squad too. Like He was nowhere near the number one guy on that squad. But when you remember that series and you remember what was said about him and his leadership, you know that that wasn't about talent. That was about his heart and his mind and his ability to lead. So we can have Kawhi, and we can have AD, and LeBron can retire in peace if we still have one of those dudes, like a Rondo, like an Avery Johnson, like a Kyle Lowry, who knows how to lead in these big moments and keep you settled. That is because if what, if if this is all a hypothetical, but let's just play it out. If LeBron wasn't on the Lakers, and, and Kawhi was his replacement, and the rem- the roster remained exactly as it is. Who is the leader of the Lakers? Well, it's still LeBron. No, 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 LeBron. Just hear me oh. out. It's all hypothetical. Oh. LeBron's Le- LeBron retires, and Kawhi takes LeBron's space, and it's the exact same roster the Lakers have right now. Who's the leader? Jared Dudley. Jared well, Dudley would be leaving with LeBron. Just by the way. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss your premise. It's just that the entire, you know, segment and a half, I've been talking about how Rob Palenka needs to make adjustments based upon what he's learning. So I severely doubt he's going to have a squad without a leader in mind. There won't be a need for this discussion who's the leader because that would be apparent as the roster is being constructed. I'm just saying that if I had Kawhi Leonard and I thought he could take over LeBron as the one and AD would remain as the two, what you would lose is not just LeBron the player, you would also be losing LeBron the leader. And while Kawhi might be able to take on, call it, I'll just call it 90% of LeBron the player, he takes on 0% of LeBron the leader. Here's my point. If Kawhi were available in free agency, and so long as LeBron and AD are still on this team, I don't think Kawhi's personality meshes 
with this current group of Lakers, particularly with LeBron. I don't think their personalities mesh. So for me, that's a no, dog. Out on Kawhi. Yeah, I think you have to try. Um, the problem is, you know, the Lakers don't have space. Like, I don't even know how you make that happen, to be honest with you. And, you know, are the Clippers going to do a deal with you? No. That's right. I mean, chances are that's not happening either, right? I would. And what are they, so. they don't have anything to give up, right? They hold their picks to New Orleans. So they'd have to make all sorts of trades. I, I don't even know if it's feasible, to be honest. But I'm just, but look, we've seen stranger things happen. We've seen guys move to teams without any cap space, and then moves were made, right? To free the cap space. But um, it's not easy, I will say that. But the Clippers if, have always sucked. If he wants to stay in LA and they get embarrassed here, I just think that. To me, is a real possibility that he 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 looks to leave the Clippers. I don't think I'm not reporting that. I'm just saying that as recklessly speculating because this thing just doesn't seem to be working. Right? All right and you I, were there. You were there. I wasn't. I didn't watch the game. This this Clippers Mavericks game on Saturday afternoon. I didn't see it. I just saw a couple of highlights. And in the highlight that I saw was Kawhi posterizing somebody. And it's like great. He's got a highlight slam dunk, but they lose the game. So just give us a quick update, George, because, again, I'm guessing – I know I didn't see it Saturday afternoon. LZ, I don't know if you were sitting around on Saturday watching Dallas and the Clippers, and I know a lot of listeners probably were living their life waiting for Sunday's game with the Lakers. Did, did the Clippers – you say they just kind of fell apart at the end? Is that what happened to these They guys? were trailing the whole game. They took the lead six minutes ago in the fourth quarter, and then they collapsed. Listen, I think Dallas is going to win the series. You, you asked on Friday. We made predictions on every series. I took Dallas – you know, I just think that this Clipper organization uh, thought that Kawhi Leonard, because of his resume, which is brilliant on paper, they thought they were getting something that I don't think they got, and that is a, a team organizational face and leader. They got a really good ball player. They didn't get a personality and a leader. And to me, teams need that. Teams need at least one person, especially a basketball team, needs at least one person to be your face and your leader. Rap. And that's not Kawhi. All right, Greg said wrap. All right, coming up next, the strangest thing I've ever seen when a dude asked for a trade may have happened today on national television. We'll get into some of that coming up in a second. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tonight, LZ and Cap with you here at 710 ESPN. God, I love this song. Can you turn this up, Laura? I love this song. This This is like a perfect little spring into summertime Mm -hmm. song. Uh Yes. It was hot today, boy. Woo! Man, so it, it was hot today. It is hot. You go yeah. on your seven-mile walk today? I didn't. I was actually sweating for a change. It's rare that I sweat uh, like I did today. Mm-hmm. It wasn't seven today. I think I only did like five. How long does a seven-mile walk take you? I want to hear about this. Um, I would say, let me see, probably like two hours. Yeah, I was going to say, just take about an hour 45 if you got 15, 15 miles, you know, 15 yeah, minutes about, per mile. Yeah, I mean, it's a hike. It's not a walk. But, I mean, it's, a, yeah, it's about two hours, give or take. It's a lot of Depends. time out there, two hours. Yeah. 
usually the weather's really nice, so um, it makes it easier. But, yeah, it's been a thing. Um, it's actually kept me in decent shape during the pandemic, so I, uh, I feel good about it. So it's just become a thing. That's great. And especially after I bought that uh, bootleg Theragun on uh, Amazon, the Sportneer, then yeah. uh, it's like my best friend, that thing. Yeah, it's like you and like LeBron. Like when LeBron was down on the ground flopping around like, oh, I'm hurt again. Oh, my God, it's so bad. I'm so hurt. I know it's like a soccer thing. I'm down on the ground writhing in pain. Somebody help me up. Come on, I'm fine. And then LeBron gets to the bench and they start working the, on yeah, him. Yeah, you had one of those uh, Theraguns. Yeah. yeah, they go to work on him. Yeah, a per- what are they called? Percussion, uh, whatever thing They're called a percussion gun or something. Uh, uh-huh. So anyway, you know what I saw today? That Jimmy Smith's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Laura, give me some like Hollywoody kind of music here, real quick, because I I want to have some fun with Do this. Do entertainment tonight? Dun, 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 yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I do want to get to this ridiculous Julio Jones story today. Um, but <laughs> Dude, that's not an entertainment story. No, that, that, that is, is a wild story. But we'll get to that Ooh. in a second. We'll get to that in a second. By the way, but you Jimmy, say Hollywoody music. Give me some Hollywoody type music. That's what yeah. I was trying to say a couple weeks ago when I said, hey, you know, it seems like orange juice is very acidy. And you guys are like, acidy? It's acidic. And I'm like, I know, but it's kind of it's my own adjective. Hollywoody. I, I, when you say Hollywoody kind of music, immediately, entertainment tonight. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. yeah. Hollywoody. Right. The problem with the word you used is that it can also feel like it means something else. It does? If you change the lettering and oh. uh, use the same uh, sounds. Yeah, acid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. So anyway, Jimmy Smith's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's going to have a virtual opportunity on June 2nd, which is kind of cool. But I found this list, and I was stunned at some of these people that do not have a walk, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out. Who do you think is the like the person that you would least expect to not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, LZ? To least expect? Yeah, that you would say there's no way this person doesn't have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Really? Yeah. Out I mean, of everybody. Out of all the stars in the world, like you went with Steve Buscemi? One of the greatest character actors of the last 20 plus years. Yeah, I would be shocked if he didn't have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. George uh, Clooney. Now, George Clooney is on this list, and this is, a, as of last year, mm-hmm. did not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. How about Tom Hanks? Uh, Tom Hanks is not on this list. Hold on. Let me scroll down here. Let me just check because it's up 30 different people. Uh, I am almost there. No. Yeah. He, he does have one apparently. Matt Damon. Matt Damon does have one. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio does not. Oh, that's two for me. Really? Leonardo DiCaprio does not. Now, do you want this list real quick? Sure. Let's hear it. Denzel Washington. What? Does what? not does not have a star. <laughs> like, what? According to this story, in twenty October of twenty twenty, so whatever it was, you know, nine months ago, he did not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And my assumption is, during the pandemic, he did not get one. Okay. So, so right. Denzel Washington is number one on this list. Clooney, Laura got was number two. Leo was number three, so she got that one too. Carrie Fisher four. Uh, Michael Jordan five. Beyonce is six. Angelina Jolie. Brad Pitt, Jay-Z, Clint Eastwood, Kanye West, Prince, 
George Lucas, Al Pacino, Whitney Houston, Bruce Springsteen, Judy Dench, Christopher Walken, James Earl Jones, Madonna, Meg oh, Ryan, Rihanna, Richard Gere, Taylor Swift, and John Hughes, the top 25 most famous people that do not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which honestly all those deserve one, but it was strange. But I, look, my understanding is you have to get nominated for that, and somebody's got to put up like the coin too. It's like 10 grand. Not that those people don't have people that would do that for them, but maybe they just don't care. I don't think they care, obviously. But, I mean, if I can just be real with you for a second, a second, mm. a second, a second. Yeah. The more we learn about the process of these awards and honors, the less they matter to people. <laughs> the Golden Globes, straight trash. You know, when you see what's been going on with their board, they're now being dropped by NBC and stuff because people are realizing, wait a minute, you aren't really honoring the best of the best. You, you're, you're doing some other-ish, and we just need to move on. I really feel that's part of the reason why award shows in general have just been losing audiences. Because people, one, are tired of the long political speeches, but also, two, what does it really mean? What does it really matter? Well, I'll just say this about Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith's all right. You know, he's a pretty good actor. He's been in some, some big shows. He was a good so, actor before the star. Yeah, right. So, so for him to just get a star and then to hear about all the people that don't have stars, and then the question is, you know, would you care? Do you really care about it? And I would say, like, I think if you're, uh, if you're not super A-list, you mentioned Clint Eastwood or George Clooney, uh, Brad Pitt. I mean, you, you mentioned any of these kinds of guys, and they're such super A-listers that maybe they don't care. But I would say, like, B-listers and C-listers, I'd, I'd be like, yo, I want that star because I want to have that there the rest of my life. I want to always walk by and go, oh, hey, look, there I am. There's my star. I would like it. I bet you Jimmy Smith likes it. I would like it. I mean, you know, if someone was willing to honor me, I'd take it. You know, I wouldn't pay the ten grand myself to do oh, it. Oh, I think you know I would. I think I might pay it too. If I were, if <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, if I, I had totally the coin, if I had the coin, <laughs> and they nominated me, I'd be like, yeah, Shocker. who's paying for this thing? You are. Okay. <laughs> I, hey, listen. Here's a question. I wonder how many people who have their stars actually did have to pay the money themselves. That would be an interesting investigation. Yeah. It, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's probably some. I'm sure. There are probably some, I'm sure. I think most uh, of them do. But the fact that Christopher Walken does not have one is maybe is the biggest weird. travesty yeah, of all time. Um, speaking of weird, so Julio Jones today. So, I, you know, I, I don't watch the show, so I only saw the clips after on social media of Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. And Shannon called Julio Jones on the air and, like, ran, like on the air, like, while they're doing their show to ask him, about his situation in Atlanta, and he's like, oh, I'm out of there. And then he asks, well, you going to play for the Cowboys? He's like, nah, I'm not going to play for the Cowboys. I, and now, look, maybe he knew what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he knew that when he's – because he said we're on the air, right, like eventually, like not at the beginning, beginning. But I found that to be weird, um, although I guess if you're Julio LZ, like – that's one way to get it out, you know, that you want to be moved. Like, I know we've heard the rumblings and, you know, there have been rumors. But this, you know, this is the man flat out saying it, whether he expected to be on national television or not and be all over social media today. I, that's another question. But it's one way to go about it. Well, one, I do hope 
And this is all sincere. I hope Julio was given a heads up and was told he was going to be on national television. I hope. Because if that wasn't the case, that's really bad, man. That's an awful, awful look. Terrible look for our business in general and for their business specifically. But assuming that he was in on it, that's some good stuff, man. <laughs> it's some good stuff. If you're if he's in on it and he presented it as if it was a casual conversation, that's some good stuff. Don't send stuff through your agents, no sources said, no rumblings, no. This is what I'm saying. Flat out. That's good stuff. If if he was in on it, but I get the feeling he wasn't. And that's why I'm like, eh. On the whole thing, man. It's, whew. Cap, well, has that any, has, have you ever seen anything like that? No, but I would question, are you on national TV if nobody's watching? Now, listen, um, no offense <laughs> to Skip and Shannon, because I see their stuff on social, but I'm not really watching. And I don't know Cap, that many people Cap, that, yeah. Cap, Cap, yeah. You really, I mean, I don't mean to be mean. No, go ahead. But. We're, we're literally talking about it, and it happened yes. on their show. No, and, so, it does, and, so it doesn't but, matter if it happened, and, or if, right, you, if it, you're watching or not. You right, learned it, about it from that show. You learned about it even on social media today, <laughs> right? I'm like joking that's, in the yeah. sense that they don't have like big ratings, big numbers. Okay, right. And so, and so here's the thing: I think that wrap. this is all a big setup. Okay, set it up for the other side then, because Greg said to wrap. All right, we're back in three minutes. 